<laughs> we brought it back. We had to bring back the Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. It is a, uh, a day of rejoicing. It's also a day of, of great weeping and gnashing of teeth. Let me throw out some uh, Bible quotes at you. I love the weeping and gnashing of teeth. How you doing over there, Liberty Gimlet? Oh, what a tiring couple of weeks, but I was so happy yesterday. <laughs> it was a good day. It, it was, was a, a good day. day. It was a good day. I I was waiting for him to be sworn in. They said it was done secretly. I shut off the TV and went to watch my Bulldogs play. That's that's great. Yep. That's awesome. There's so much here. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go all. Uh, I'm gonna go all MSNBC on you right here. There's so much to unpack. There's so much to unpack about this story, uh, and there is a lot to unpack. Are you doing <laughs> it's like, Maddow? Is that what that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing Maddow. I'll do Lawrence O'Donnell. There's a lot to unpack from this next story. Stop the hammering! Stop the hammering! <laughs> There's a lot. There's. I'd say I'd say the Democrats kind of got hammered this week, and it's probably not going to stop. It was too close. We're gonna we're gonna dedicate. A few minutes to Kavanaugh. Uh, hopefully, I think our audience is well informed because they listen so. to the show. So you've probably already had these thoughts, and some of this will be uh, familiar territory. But I guess we're looking for the Gimlet's insights. Uh, we're looking for for my insights, uh, comedic and blah blah blah, as they may be. It was it was too close, you guys. This was too close. Very. I was. When 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 Senator uh, Collins was up there giving her speech, it was it, it was, it, it it was, was like an emotional pendulum. It was. So I looked at his evidence. However, and when she when she you'd get all happy like oh here we go here we go and then she'd go however and you'd go oh no oh no, oh, no. And, and then here's the thing, this is like not to take anything away from what she did. Not to take anything away from what she did, but if you look at that speech, mm-hmm. that's what a senator's supposed to do. That's oh, what yeah. this process is supposed to be. We looked at his his judicial record. We looked at his history. We looked at the way he votes and how he reaches these conclusions. They We asked him more questions than any other dude who's ever applied for this job. We looked at more documents. There was nothing there. There was nothing there. And then she just walked everybody through the process. And then these allegations came up. And there's no way to back them up. And ba 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 ba. So as brave as it was, and it was brave, mm-hmm. they're, they're throwing they're throwing the kitchen sink at that at that poor girl right now. And I, I want her to to survive. I'm not a huge uh, Collins and you know fan after after healthcare. Uh, she she got on my good side here, but it was too close. When it comes down to one person and you look at that speech and you're like, holy crap, it's logic, it's reason, it's the rule of law, it's, it's, that's what it's supposed to be. It's terrifying that it came down to uh, Collins from Maine. Oh, I know, but that whole speech was literally just an emotional roller coaster. I got asked, I got asked to grab the braking on it and I'm listening and I'm typing and I'm going, <gasps> 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, it was like getting really close to having a fantastic orgasm, and then your partner switches positions. However, (laughs) you're like, "That's it. That's it. That's all." Okay. All right. Okay. Let's do this. Let's do this. Yep. That feels good. That feels good. Say you'll. Oh. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So she made it last. I bet she. I bet she's great in the sack. If, if, if she if she if she doinks uh like she gives speeches, she's <laughs> so it's fantastic. It's it's fantastic. There um th- there's so much and and oddly enough, uh, you and I, uh, Gypsy, we're on uh parallel tracks here. About with well ab- about the levels to which the left will go. And, and oh. you guys, this, sh- this show, uh, you, you could say it's been partisan for a long, 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 long time. Who, us? It, yeah, right? <laughs> but it's, it's going to get, like, super partisan. I yeah. always think, I always think, I've, okay, finally, I've got my head wrapped around the problem. Finally, I got my head around the problem. I say that a lot. And then I, I also say uh, the good thing about Donald Trump is now we – are exposing all this stuff, and that was the big one from from Kavanaugh. And my big takeaway from this, one of my big takeaways, is you now can no longer distinguish the press from the Democrats. Oh my God! They, they are just they are just himself. they are in total lockstep, and that. Uh, is is very disconcerting. And then here's where you and I are on the, the parallel uh, tracks. As the rhetoric gets dialed up, as mm-hmm. the rhetoric uh, goes higher and higher, I did a video for the YouTube channel. Thanks. Hello. Uh, welcome to all the, the new listeners and, and welcome to all the new subscribers. Uh, it, it's great. My thing was uh, the the left has, has become the party of bullies. If you look at the way they went at Kavanaugh, when they had, they couldn't get him on his on his record. They couldn't get him on the way he on he, he's, he performs as a judge. They had to use bully tactics. There they did straight up, do what I want. You literally had people screaming at senators. And that's the one that really, really turned it uh, t- turned it for me. Mm-hmm. When you're like, if you vote for him, that's like saying my thing didn't matter. If you vote for him, that's telling all women that they're the like. No, that's not even close. <laughs> not and, ev- at all. and 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 everyone's dialing up the rhetoric. You know, Cory Booker, if you vote for this guy, you're complicit in evil. Why? How? Explain that statement. Explain they can't. that. Whoa! And and you got McAuliffe. Uh, the former uh, governor from Virginia who's in bed with the Clintons. If you vote for this guy, millions of people will die. You can't blame the average, everyday, ordinary citizen who doesn't follow politics like that. They just look at the headlines occasionally, and they the rhetoric is, if you do this, millions will die. If you do this, you're complicit in evil. Uh, we have to stop him with everything we can or it's the end of the world. You can't blame the ordinary citizens for being mad, but but no one is calling the, the Democrats out on this on this enhancing of rhetoric. People have been shot. People have had ribs broken. People have been attacked in their backyard. People have had knives pulled on at them uh, where they're trying to uh, run for office and have mm-hmm. political events. Ricin is being mailed around now, and the 
the silence is deafening from oh. the left. Oh. And Political so that was saying final. they have to get clearly Democrats have been too restrained. They've got to get more ruthless. We can no longer, no longer abide by Michelle Obama's, you know, rhetoric of when they go low, we go higher. You like you you can't do that anymore because we've got to get ruthless now. What have you yeah, now, been doing? Now they have to get ruthless. What have you been doing? <laughs> Okay, can I just, can we take a brief second and let me do this? Um, Yes. I fell in love with Lindsey Graham this week. (laughs) That is the other great side effect. That is the other great side effect. Lindsey Graham! Lindsey! That, that, oh my lord. The Graminator, Honey Badger, we need a nickname for him now. Yes. Uh, we we should. My my thing is though. I want him to kind of tap the brakes on it. Listen, Lindsay, you're wearing you're wearing a new suit of armor, buddy. You're you're out there. You're calling balls and strikes. You're manning up. You found your testicles, but like pump the brakes a little bit because with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> my thing is like slow down. Like slow he's gonna, roll, he's son. gonna take it too far. Just take a deep breath. Right now, you are the uh, grand high muchacho badass. Did you, did you see him with Chris Wallace this morning? Uh, no, I did not. He said he has never campaigned against a oh, colleague. Oh, I did see that. That changes this year, and he's going on the road in these purple states and these red states, and he's going to make sure that the Democrats do not retain the Senate or retake the Senate. I wish him all the luck in the world and everyone this is what it's it's crazy and uh, you know politics is fun and 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 politics is uh is important but man as fired up as the right is now the enthusiasm gap has closed we got to keep it going i i hate to be that guy i hate to be that guy who's like yes we got kavanaugh on there and that's wonderful but let's keep our eye on the prize but like for real let's keep our eye on the prize they are they are coming. They're coming to impeach Trump. They're coming to impeach Kavanaugh if they can. They ain't messing around. And you'll see they're they're totally into by any uh, by any means necessary. Yeah. But it, the ends justify the means. They are ready to throw everything out the window. And it's 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 hilarious. Well, it's not hilarious, but it's ironic that these are the people. And this is what I was saying in my video. That are saying like we need to protect democracy. We need to protect our democracy. This it's like, holy crap! Yeah, we do. And you guys are the active participants. Oh, let's you're see. the active people trying to throw democracy under the bus. Well, first of all, we're a republic, so you know. Um, but they don't understand how that works and why we have the electoral college and why we have the Senate. So those are the two institutions now that need to go away because they're in the way. Like we're not allowed to have the electoral college anymore and we're not allowed to have the Senate anymore because us rubes who don't live in New York city or San Francisco actually have a say in those systems. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, that's no, uh, that's that's set, been uh, interesting to watch. We're set up this way for a reason. You can be as crazy as you want to be. That doesn't mean you get to make my life crazy. 
Like, yeah, they're totally they're totally well, ready to go. Uh, bye bye electoral college. Bye bye presumption of idiot uh, in, uh, of innocence. That, uh, bye bye anything that gets in the way. Anything that gets in the way of me getting what I want. Well, and and here's the other thing. Do you remember? Like we were way ahead of the curve on this one too when we said um, they're not liberal. They're Bolsheviks. Yeah. You remember this, right? Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're still redefining words. So even today, Diane Feinstein is tweeting that confirming Kavanaugh in the, in the presence of credible allegations, no, they may have been emotional, they may have been um, sad to watch, they may have been a lot of things, but they weren't credible. Here's the thing that I'm trying to work into my. Here's what I'm uh, thing that I'm trying to work into my stand up. Uh, I honestly am. It's like I, I want to be talking about women and and how much power they have and like how this was almost the the perfect coup by by pushing forward this this narrative that like you have to believe her, you have to believe her. That's like that that. That's the end of all things. That's the end of all things. Traditionally, yep. when there's a crime, somebody goes, that guy robbed my candy store. Uh, then the, the the accused is allowed to say to the candy store owner, uh, no, I didn't. You're lying. Okay. And then that's that's the beginning part. You did this. No, I didn't. You're a liar. You're a liar. That's how you start. That's, that's the starting point. Mm-hmm. But this whole believe all women, she's credible, then you've, you've taken away you've taken away the part. And even Kavanaugh did it. No. He's like, well, I think something happened to her. Like, f- fucking no. Whatever, whatever happened to being able to go after your accuser? You know and, what and happened like to her? And Kellyanne Conway took uh, took a lot of heat for saying that we treated her with Fabergé egg, like a Fabergé egg, and they did. I know how gentle and kind. Oh, it's and like I was a sucker for it too. They had I can see why they did it and blah 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 blah. However, like this woman had so many holes in her story, so many, so many just lies, blatant what, lies. What it was for me was the little girl voice. Oh Grown women do not talk like that, and they well, don't sit there and laugh and giggle and smile while they're talking about being the victim of a violent sexual assault or a violent crime. And I say that I say that as the victim of a violent crime. I've never been sexually assaulted, but you wouldn't see me behaving that way if I had to recount that. I didn't behave that way when I testified. This is, well... This is where it gets really, really dicey. Uh, traditionally, when women use the little baby girl voice, they that's the age that they were sexually uh, assaulted in. I learned that I learned that from listening to Love Line with Dr. Drew. He would have these girls call in, and they'd go, I just like it when my boyfriend throws me down. And he goes, okay, how old were you when you were sexually assaulted? <laughs> I, I don't know why you say that. Well, because of the baby voice. And it's like, it's, it's straight. However, I think she knew that. Yes, and I know. So it's, it's, it's disgusting. And it's horrible how the media just joined forces and like for NBC News uh, to do the the gang rape girl story when they couldn't corroborate any of it and they still had her on and they still gave that airtime wow there is there is no distinction now 
between uh, fact and fiction and left and mainstream media and the whole nine. They threw everything they could uh, at this guy. So really, thank thank goodness uh, for Collins and for sticking up f- for just plain logic. It's It was way too close for comfort. And then, oh, here's a fun-to-know fact. Mm-hmm. And I and I didn't know. You probably know this. Uh, you're very uh, smart. I just found this out uh, in Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roe, Roe, the the girl who was Roe in that. Right. Uh, she lied. She said she was a victim of gang rape. Oh, I and that was know the, that. that was like, and she she admitted it that she lied. She lied about the entire event. So it's to me there's like a, a beautiful symmetry there. Irony <laughs> at least. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean So go ahead. It, I would also okay, so we've praised Lindsey Graham. Um I would like to blow kisses for the individual that runs Senator Orrin Hatch's Twitter account because that's just been lit. Um, yeah, I mean, I've never taken much notice of Warren Hatch, but that Twitter account, that's something. Um, and then I think we all owe Michael Avenatti a huge thank you. <laughs> that guy's dangerous. Uh, he's that dangerous, guy is but he dangerous. totally sunk the boat. He came up with the most ludicrous accusations and made the whole thing look really really bad and who helped with that was senator feinstein when in her opening comments at the hearing said miss swetnick had lodged some credible allegations really really that's credible it's uh and and chuck grassley give give that old let's let's blow some kisses that dude's way there you go um just so everybody knows heads up that that was complete kerbuncle to begin with quaaludes don't dissolve in liquid FYI. Huh. 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 And let me tell you, if somebody poured straight grain alcohol into anything, you're going to know it's there. It tastes like fire water. (laughs) I love how we could hear the ice in your glass clinking around as you said that. That was perfect. I'm sorry. We used to do that. I forget what we called it. uh, I know exactly what we called it because we put it in purple Kool-Aid. Yeah, you would have the, the, these parties. I know we we did it in college, uh, where you'd get a, a brand new trash can and you'd put a trash, you'd put a liner in it, like a big hefty bag liner, and then you'd fill it with ice, and then you'd just throw every kind of booze imaginable in there, and every kind of fruit juice. It was like this wacky, wacky uh, fruit punch. Where it was a punch man, party. That's, yeah, yeah. Woo! Hey, this is this just in. Just so you know, when I talk about how there's there's no distinction, this is fantastic. This is fantastic, and it goes. Uh, there's a there's a a writer uh, mm-hmm. for the Late Show with Stephen Colbert who uh, t- tweeted out, uh, "I'm just glad we ruined Brent Kavanaugh's life." Okay. Yeah. There there you have it, folks. There you just have it. Stop. That's a, oh, and well, as now, to my Roe now. versus Wade, if you want to Google that for yourself, just so you can back it up, uh, her name is Norma. McCorvey and uh, Norma is spelled normally, and then McCorvey is M C Big C O R V E Y. Norma McCorvey, and she was Roe of uh, Roe versus Wade. She said she got pregnant after being gang raped, and she later confessed years later 
it was all a lie. It was all a lie. So I, I find it hilarious that the, they're they're worried about him uh, overturning Roe versus Wade, which I do. It'd be so help. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not even going to go there. Uh, so that's so that that should terrify everybody. Here's the other terrifying notion, and I think you wrote a piece about this. And this is what I was saying about parallel tracks. You wrote a piece about this uh, for the Resurgent, and I was doing this on the Loftus Party YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. When you have these organizations, they're just dialing up the rhetoric. They're just dialing. Oh, yeah. People are legitimately getting hurt. People are legitimately afraid for their lives. People are getting shot. People on the right. And the left keeps dialing it up. Planned Parenthood. Did you see the, the Planned Parenthood action tweet? Yep. Roses are red, violets are blue. Senators vote no on Kavanaugh or else we're coming for you. Yep. That's, that, that is in flipping appropriate. It's well, so. Planned Parenthood is often inappropriate, but that's just me. Yeah. And w- so. My favorite of their Mother's Day tweets. I literally want to throw my phone across the room, but I just have a uh, a hard, hard time. And this is what uh, I'll, I'll jump to this one. We'll tr- we'll try to pivot away uh, from Kavanaugh here into uh, the media and what they do and and what the problem is on uh, Media Matters. Media Matters. I should call it Media Matters. Uh, it's me- Media Buzz with with Howie Kurtz. What chicks did he have on today? Well, he had Molly Hemingway on. Oh, I love some Molly. She's the best. She's the best. She's the best. And God bless that woman. She has the patience of Job. (laughs) Because (laughs) Howie Kurtz pretending not to know what the problem is. Like, not to know what the problem is. Here's the great thing. Once Mm -hmm. again, ahead of the curve. I've had it with Jennifer Rubin. I've had it with her. Oh, did you see the letter? Well, hold on. Go back to the Loftus Party uh, timeline on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like a week ago, I- I'm like, this is outrageous. Like, who are you, Jennifer Rubin? And I, I used her Twitter handle and everything. I want I want to increase her odds of seeing it. I'm like, what What about you is conservative at all? That's Nothing. like false advertising. This has been Nothing. going, this has been going so, on since the primaries, though. Like, literally, sometime in 2017, Charles Cook from National Review, like, went and quoted her during previous campaigns and quoted her previous positions on the ACA, on Jerusalem. I mean, just like a dozen different things. And then what she had said since Trump had been nominated and elected, it's like two totally different people. Totally. It's it's madness. And it's for the Washington Post to go, well, we have lots of voices and she's the conser- she's she's not a conservative. No. She speaks she she's speaks- insane. So so Howie Kurtz on uh Media Buzz Matters is talking to Molly Hemingway about this and and he's like, So so why are there no and and he goes, But MSNBC has and and, sh- and she inter- she interrupts Howie and she's like it's all never Trumpers. They say these people are conservative, but and and I didn't know this. Do you know how high Trump's approval rating is within the the rank and file Republicans? His overall approval after the last couple of weeks hit fifty one on Rasmussen for the first time. Well, that's that's overall. That's, that's what all among voters. likely voters. He's at fifty one percent now. But if you just poll Republicans, mm-hmm. it's ninety. Ninety oh, yeah, no, percent. He is the understand. most. 
He is the most popular Republican president in modern history. In modern history. And you're telling me that MSNBC and the Washington Post, you can't find anybody who is, who is not just like a, a never-Trumper? It's like, take your George Wills, take your Jennifer Rubens, take your Bill Crystals, and just shove them where the sun don't shine. The majority of Republicans are cool with everything. They are cool with all of it, or at least the majority of it. So to, to make believe, and then Howie Kurtz is like, why is that? Huh, I wonder why that is. It's almost Howie, like the media thinks the right is evil. And they're, it's, it, it, it was just madness. It was just total madness. And then, of course, so he's playing the game because he wants to keep his show on the air. And he wants to keep his you know friends happy in case he has to jump ship because that's the way show business works. And then you see Molly Hemingway. She has to kind of play the same game, too. And, like, I'm tired of the game. I have grown weary of the game of, like, oh, I don't want to be too this. I don't want to be too that. After you saw the levels they would go to. To like legitimately throw our way of life under the bus. Enough of this stuff. Enough of it. And, and in terms of Trump's accomplishments, I, I'm I'm all in. Uh, here's the here's the recent tally. He's we got uh, two Supreme Court justices, and it's not like these 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 Supreme Court justices don't reach rulings where they go against party lines. It's not like it's like there's a guarantee. That when when a Republican president nominates a Republican uh, a conservative constitutional judge, they're in lock. They're never in lockstep with with the party. It they're never happens that to way. Be. Exactly, and that's that's the that's I mean, the horrifying okay. thing about this. We okay. got Trump got two Supreme Court justices justices and twenty six Circuit Court justices. That just means mm-hmm. people who are going to like be true to the Constitution and everything's equal and interpret it's not, the text it's not of lopsided. the law. Yes. That's all they're so, supposed to do. So how is that evil? How is that not. evil? I exactly. Mean, to, Barack Obama has the record in modern history for a president that had um, unanimous Supreme Court decisions decided against him. So that means Ruth Bader Ginsburg, <laughs> Elena Kagan, you know, they all voted against him when he did dumb stuff. Or stuff yes. that wasn't constitutional. That's their job. Yes. That and and I'm I'm glad when they do it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like I don't like it when uh, when it was the healthcare thing. Somebody was it Roberts who interpreted. I think what they meant to say was this. No, dude, that's wrong. You have to go off the piece of paper in front of you. Mm-hmm. And and that was a that was a bad decision. So I'll always have a beef with that. However, uh, my defense of this is, and it's always so funny. They call they they treat Republicans as though we're evil, and if you vote for this guy, you're complicit in evil. But they're they're really fundamentally trying to change the way we do things, and they're trying to use mob rule and and bully tactics. And and I I'm tired of. Uh, walking down like you can't you can't walk down the street with a with a Make America Great hat again on like Candace Owens who's like pretty famous mm-hmm. in political circles she's recently on a plane she's got a she's got a Make America Great hat on again and some woman uh, feels compelled 
and like a total stranger to come up to her and go, I just want you to know your, your hat makes me uncomfortable and I wish you'd take it off. You have no right not to be uncomfortable. Sorry. But, <laughs> oh, it's, it's just, woo. It's Did, just well, horrible. I mean, the whole thing with Kanye. Yes, with Kanye. And, and then here's, uh, and I just want to make sure I get this in. That's why I'm, uh, did, do you know what happened to Brian Kilmeade from Fox and Friends yeah, the no, other day? Yeah, I saw that video this morning. Brian Kilmeade is one of the nicest people in the world. And, and these two yahoos, and this mm-hmm. is the, the duplicity, they go up to him and they go, hey, can we get a selfie with you? He's nice enough to do it. Sure, let's do it. Then they follow him. Mm-hmm. They follow him all the way onto the subway, and they try to incite other people on the subway car to, to go after him. him. Mm-hmm. And people started. A couple people joined in. And if that doesn't and, – and, oh, my God. I, I, I want to be funny. I want to do comedy. I just want to do jokes. But that's 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 got to be against the law. That's got to be actionable. Like, you can't – just target oh, incitement, like that and, incitement and try to is, a, is a crime absolutely but i would like to thank jason whatever your name is because you're just actually producing ads for republican votes it's like like it, keep posting those videos son i don't think this is going to go the way you think i really don't i, I really I hope do it not doesn't believe i do not believe at this point that i actually think we're going to pick up two in the senate that's my prediction um, okay, and I'm not sure they're going to get the house either. Yeah, I, I I really really hope that people can uh, stay uh, motivated. And then here's people another one. I and th- know people I know who maybe vote every four years <coughs> are voting in the midterms. They are pissed. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Hang hang on to it. Whatever whatever gets you to uh, motivate. And then here's. This is the other thing, and I, I bring it up occasionally, and I know I talk about it on stage. Oh, my gosh. Gimlet, the other night I did this event down at the Melrose Improv, and mm-hmm. I just let it rip, and it was so satisfying. It was so satisfying. <laughs> it was – and people were in shock. Michael Knowles uh, was with me on this panel. Michael Knowles does a thing over the Daily Wire. Yep. I love those dudes. I love him. <laughs> it was – so fantastic it felt so good but like here's the other one where's isis we're getting like legitimately these people who are bitching about donald trump like okay so we got two supreme court justices that are constitutionalists and and maybe another one ruth bader ginsburg ain't getting any younger we got the circuit court justices Uh, i think and, and i tell you what and where is isis you don't hear about them anymore. Nope. Which should which should make everyone and and I, I want to scream it from the from the mountaintops. This well, was a this and, was a group of thugs that Obama said I don't know what to do. We're 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 going to slowly kind of wear them out. We're going to slowly wear them down. We're going to give them jobs. Yeah. Like every and time like, you see Marie Harf on Fox, remember she said we were going to defeat ISIS by giving them jobs. Yes. Yes, it is just uh, it's it's and you can just list Trump's accomplishments and all that stuff. But that's the other one that that really breaks out. We used to wake up every morning thinking, oh, is this the day that I'm blown up in a mall? Is this the day where somebody runs me down? 
And it's just crazy how that went away. Well, and that's life or death stuff. That's and really... Mike, Mike Pompeo's over in North Korea right now, and they're going to meet again. Yes. Like, Lindsey Graham's other. So he was being interviewed on the sidewalk, and they're like, do you think Trump's going to get a Nobel Peace Prize? He goes, if he denuclearizes the peninsula, he kind of deserves one. He said, <laughs> and the Democrats will melt. <laughs> <laughs> well, here on the show, uh, we like to uh, get to the heart of the matter. And mm-hmm. I think something clicked with me, uh, and this is probably way out ahead of the curve, but uh, the, the problem is our education system. Oh, yeah. And, and you, can, you can say this and that or the other thing. However, uh, God bless these three uh, students. I forget which uh, university they're at. Uh, but they, they pointed out a huge flaw in the, in the college, the collegiate system. And when you get tenure as a professor, uh, you need to publish papers and have papers published right. in prestigious journals. And I'm sure you've heard of this because because you're smart. The Fake Papers Project. Oh, my God. That was so funny. I have never seen Ben Shapiro giggle like that as he was reading the titles out. It is. It, it, oh, my when God. He retweeted it. He re- and and it, I had to struggle through it. I'm I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'm going to be honest. It, it's yeah. it's very dry. It's it's a very very dry read. Uh-huh. But if you go to the Loftus Party timeline, I liked the tweet. Uh, there's a link to it, and and I'm going to try to use like like layman's terms here uh, for our listeners. It, it, if you want to get tenure uh, as a professor, you have to publish so many papers, uh-huh. and if you can do seven papers in seven years, you're pretty much golden. And what these people are saying, what these three students uh, are saying, is that. Like science is gone. Like they like no, literally it, wrote garbage. Yeah, like they, like people aren't writing papers anymore about science. In fact, they're writing papers about emotions and, and like, it's it's grievances, it? personal grievances. There's this whole new and this is what everybody's writing about. It's called grievance studies. Yep. And it and it gave us uh it gave us white privilege. That's they where this started. Just a bunch of gobbledygook. All the catchphrases are there. All the pseudoscience is there. Uh, however, they literally copied one from Mein Kampf. It's it's terrifying and hilarious at the same time. It's hilarious because it's ridiculous. It's, it's what, terrifying though because it worked. They wrote twenty papers in in one in, in like in twelve months, mm-hmm. and I think eight of them got published. Like these Seven are eight, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, dog park rape culture. Dog park. Uh, my favorite was um, gender based astronomy. I think it was astronomy or astrology. Yes, and then like there you was needed also to stop using patriarchal astronomy. What? Yes, and the dildo what does that paper. Even mean? The that, what? That the dildo paper was another one. Oh, I that, missed that one. Oh, that that uh, straight white uh, straight white men should be uh, encouraged. Oh no no to... no! Oh yes, I remember now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm. Yeah, to stop mm. trans hysteria and homo oh, hysteria. And so, this is the, the 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 university system. This is our collegiate system, and they they reward this kind of gobbledygook. And it's not based. Someone finds offense with something in culture. 
Then they write a paper that backs it up and talks about why it should be important and why the university should be uh, worried about it too. And then suddenly, every once in a while, it seeps into our real culture. And it's these ins- – and this is great. These, and I think their careers are over. I think their careers are over, the people that wrote the, the fake papers project. Hopefully, no, they we'll get did a that movie. on purpose. They did it for demonstrative purposes. They I know, it was but a like – Oh no, they're brilliant. Oh yeah, and for them and for them to do this as a joke, but I think their careers are over. I don't know where they go after this. Oh well, that's true. Like they who's going to say they're awesome? They did a great service, awesome. and now yeah. I, I mean, I hope they saying. get a movie deal. I hope they get a movie deal. I hope they get a book deal. I hope they because that needs to be celebrated. What mm-hmm. they did because it is madness. So now. It's been going on for years and years and years, and now it's seeped into our regular walking around culture where, uh, you know, uh, white privilege is is just – it's it's kind of a thing and the patriarchy and the blah, 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 and, and facts are out the window. So I encourage everyone to look into the Fake Papers Project. Uh, it's just it's, – it's phenomenal uh, ammo for the next party you go to when someone tells you that you're the crazy one. Uh, because you you lean to the right or you vote for the right, and let's. I, I mean, here's my whole thing. I want government to do less, so you can do more the way you want to do it. I I don't want to control what you do, and that is honestly the most disturbing thing about this to me. It's that these you know coastal folks in these deep blue areas and high population centers really think. They know better than us. Yeah. And it, it's like, was- no, you guys live that way because you all live very close together. And when you all live very close together and piled on top of one another, you be you tend to think a little bit differently <clears throat> than us that have a lot of room. This is the way it, it summed up. So, we, uh, so I did stand-up. Uh, this other girl, very funny uh, Democrat, she did stand up, and this, this. So there was three of us. You know, I was the guy, the lone guy on the mm-hmm. right. These other people from the left, and then we had a sit down, and it was uh, Michael Knowles from Daily Wire and myself were on the right, and then the stand ups, and then this other dude who was a Democratic strategist uh, on the left. So we were, it was, st- we were outnumbered. But this is where, and I thought this was beautiful, and I want to pat myself on the back because I'm awesome. At the very end of the panel discussion, mm-hmm. the, the hypothetical was like, what happens if the Democrats win and, and take back the House and the Senate? And, and the, the Democratic strategist dude, and I'm not, I'm not, I, I just don't remember his name. I apologize. He's like, well, the, the taxes will go up. And yes, they probably will go after Trump and this and that. And so it was just like, your taxes will go up. There's going to be more regulations and all this stuff. More investigations. Then, yes, mm-hmm. yes. And then they go, well, what happens if the right wins? And I said, without missing a beat, everyone's right, life gets better. More and that jobs, is the thing. If the economy. Right, <laughs> yes, if the right wins, there are more personal freedoms. If the right wins, there are less regulations, and your buddy and you, you have a better chance of starting your small business and getting it going. Everybody, when the right gets its way, and we and we keep our nose out of people's bedrooms, and and we and we don't tell people they have to go to Bible study or they're bad citizens. Uh, everyone does better, but mm-hmm. when the the left wins, everybody's life gets worse, and <laughs> that's just it for me. That's just all of it, and, and like. <laughs> Stop protecting me from me. Stop regulating me. 
everyone has more freedoms. And yep. I, I, it's, well, uh, it's I would nuts. like to thank, I believe it was the Washington Post. I should probably check this, but, um, you know, you're a white dude, so they've been beating up on you for a while since you man- masterminded the patriarchy and all that stuff. Yeah. Now white women are a huge problem. So there's all these, okay, white suburban women are who the Democrats need to generate their wave. No less than four different editorials this morning talked about how white suburban women were such a huge freaking problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, way to influence your swing voters. Way to go. It's bully tactics. It's way bully tactics. The, the, the media and the Democrats, they flood the zone. They flood the zone. Everyone thinks this way. If you think different, you're the problem. Everyone is on board with this. If you think you're different, you're the problem. Hey, white suburban women, everyone else is da-da-da-da. What's wrong with you? Why can't you wake up? And it's it's really terrifying. So do you have like a particular person through this whole thing that literally just took whatever reputation they had built and flushed it down the toilet? There's the only thing I think people could compare it to. And I've really given mm-hmm. this a lot of thought because you see that you see that all the time on the pundit shows. They're right. like, well, he showed uh, Brett Kavanaugh. He showed the wrong temperament. He showed the wrong temperament. And then the person on the right says, well, if you what would how would you react if you would? And you just can't put yourself in that situation. You just right. can't put yourself in that situation. So if you want to try to put yourself in Brett Kavanaugh's shoes, I would encourage you to go out and watch the movie. Tucker with Jeff Bridges mm-hmm. to see a movie about an honorable man who had a great invention and had a wonderful automobile. And when everyone ganged up on him and systematically came after him from all sides, they destroyed him. Now, he managed to build like 40 of these cars. 38 of them are still on the road. Wow. Wow. It it's a phenomenal movie, and it's a great uh, way to, you you can see it. This is how it happens. This mm-hmm. is how it can go wrong. The big auto companies and they use their friends in the media. They all ganged up. They all went at went after him, and he was nothing but honorable. And he improved the safety of automobiles and made certain things that are just standard equipment now. They said he was crazy, and uh, they took a good man and they ruined him. They completely ruined him. And and Kavanaugh, not like he's reinventing the Constitution or anything. I'm just saying it's a great illustri- illustration of, yeah, it can happen. Well, just and, look uh, what they're doing to Elon Musk ever since he called out the media. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's, it's very, very scary. Uh, I just want to make sure we get this in here. We're, we're, we're coming up to the last, I think, 20 minutes of the show. We'll get back to guests next week. I got some wonderful guests lined up. This one was just too jam-packed. And this this goes back to let's be ahead of the curve. And, okay. and you guys have information that most of, most of America isn't really paying attention to. Uh, don't forget to watch out for China. I, 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 I was clicking the TV around a, a bit yesterday, and, uh, and they're like – they're firing up the Russia machine again. Like uh, Dateline NBC had a big thing about how how gays are treated in Russia and Russia is our enemy and how bad oh, it is to be God. gay. Like, so wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you talking about Russia? Are you talking about countries that are bad to gay people? Because I would really love to see 
the inside uh, scoop on how gays are treated in the Middle East. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, no, uh, in Russia, it's okay uh, to spit on a gay person. Oh, no. Listen, they're throwing them off the roofs in the Middle East. Well, they just had a reporter disappear in Egypt, I think. Oh, it's bad everywhere. That the head of Interpol, the head of Interpol, I believe, was just. Uh, they're saying now he might have been kidnapped what? by the Chinese. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. The head of the the head of the Interpol. Head of Interpol, like the head spy of the head spy place. No, the it's the the European police, the guy that runs the whole shebang. They think he might have been kidnapped. Uh, maybe he's just on a wacky holiday, but it leads me to China. China, keep your eye on the prize, you guys. China is the big threat. They just busted China again. What they do is, because everything is manufactured over there, and this is the other wonderful thing about Trump bringing manufacturing jobs to the U.S., we need to make cell phones here. We need to make televisions and computers here so that we know what goes in them. They just busted China again. Uh, I believe it was a Samsung uh, phone. They, mm-hmm. they, they got a love affair with Samsung. They just – they put it in the actual phone, and it's a chip. It's a, pe- a piece of technology that turns the phone into a listening device. So without you being aware, they can listen. And it's, it's worth a shot. You know, it's like, hey, we're making the phone. You never know who's going to buy the phone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they know that – and the last time they did it, they did it with Samsung TVs. Where there was a piece of technology in there, you turn off the television and it looks like it's off and no lights are on, yet someone's listening to you. So Creepy. Uh, oh, it's super creepy. It's spying technology. It's uh, They you get in, in business with American companies and then they, they, they squash the deal and they're, they're stealing technology and I'm – we have to keep going after them. I know a lot of people are upset that, oh, Russia bought ads on Facebook and meddled with our elections. Listen, Russia can wait. Russia can wait. China should be on, on your radar. Well, I mean, as far as the elections and everything else, dudes, we're so polarized. People are going to vote the way they're going to vote. Just like in the Senate, the vote turned out exactly the way it would have if Christine Blasey Ford had never come forward, with the exception of maybe Murkowski. Maybe. Yeah. That's the only vote that might might have been changed. So we went through all that horridness, right? For yep. the same the same outcome. <laughs> you know, it's the same with our elections. Guys, I already know who I'm voting for, especially after the last two weeks, and it's straight R down the ticket. These people cannot have power. They can't. It and is. Democrats uh, feel the same way, and you know we're about fifty-fifty in a country. I in the country, I guarantee you, some ads of face on Facebook are not going to change my mind. Oh my gosh! So with Facebook, yeah, I, oh, the I dude totally who went to the hearing. No, no, no! I was just laughing at the little games that uh, that we play with Facebook, like oh. <laughs> the way I put titles. Uh, oh, yeah, the way yeah, I title yeah. the videos. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying the Democrats are the party of bullies, I wrote the left is the party of bullies. So I, because I thought whatever AI reads the title, they'll, that'll, they'll let it slip through. And I was absolutely right. I was absolutely right. It was a fun video. It's getting a boatload of views and a boatload of shares. And uh, Facebook's like, yeah, you can boost it. I'm like, oh, all right. right. No, you can't. <laughs> and, exactly. 
I so out of a thirty dollar budget because we're rolling in coin over here, uh, we had spent like two dollars and ten cents. So they had actually the boost had kicked in, mm-hmm. and then and then I get this email upon further review. <laughs> that means somebody reported you because we don't that... block people from our Facebook page because that's <laughs> no. just not who we are. So we get a lot of pretty rabid lefties over there who know a whole lot of things that aren't true. <laughs> it's <laughs> I mean, fantastic. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's fantastic. So hey, keep keep sharing the videos, you guys. Yeah. It's slow and steady wins the race. Keep sharing the videos. Go to iTunes. Leave a comment. All that stuff. It's a constant. Like I, I have to remind you guys every week. I have to do it every week. It's uh, it's a constant struggle against uh, the algorithm. And keep going to theloftestparty.com. Uh, There's wonderful stuff going on there, and, and we got some time to do it here. Uh, I'm writing a whole lot more. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's it's so much. You need to start. I'm calling you out publicly. You have time for your buddies over the resurgent, but you don't have shame, shame, shame. Oh dear lord, shame. Anyway, uh, this is exciting news. Now I'm, I'm from having Columbus, a so- hard time taking my wonk hat off. Your wonk hat. You can. There's. There's. Listen. Here's what. Here's what's got me excited this week. Here's what's got me excited. I'm from Columbus, Ohio, and there's a great band called 21 Pilots, and they're from Ohio. And they just their fifth album just came out. It's called Trench. And I like all kinds of music from all different, but ladies and gentlemen, uh, listen to a song called Morph. There is a song called Morph, M-O-R-P-H, on the new 21 Pilots album, uh, Trench. It was the album came out the other night. I had just finished editing the video that came out uh, Friday. And I'm like, I'm going to go to bed. The album literally just came out. And so I'm listening to tracks. And man, first of all, they're like local heroes uh, for me. And mm-hmm. you've, you've heard their stuff. They had, a, they had a huge hit song that was on the Suicide Squad's album. So uh, album release, th- that's big. I'm going to go down to my son is a huge fan uh, we're going down to Amoeba Music. He gets to meet the band on Monday. Oh, nice. I- extremely nice. Extremely nice. Because Pam, this... Pam got him a, uh, the wife got him an autograph, didn't he? Didn't she? That's right. She met yep. uh, She met uh, the, the drummer at mm-hmm. LAX, and he was very kind. He was a very sweet uh, a sweet kid, a good kid. He's from and here's Ohio. I... Yeah, but like, <laughs> I love it that they're taking chances. This. Mm-hmm. It's musically, it's different, uh, but it's it's wonderful, and I celebrate it. Okay, here's where you and I are going to have a little ten minute argument. Uh-oh. I, I, yeah, yeah. The new trailer for Aquaman came out, and it looks. This isn't like, an uh, argument. Everybody knows why I wa- I'm going to see Aquaman. I, I I'm I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling I it. I don't care about the story. Listen, have you watched <laughs> the new trailer? I wrote I wrote I wrote an article about it. I put the trailer on the website. Uh-huh. I don't even know if you've looked at, but like even from eye candy, from the eye candy point of view, I think you're going to be bummed out. No, I don't think I am. <laughs> Let's just look at the trailer. And there's not a lot of, he looks like an idiot. He looks like an idiot. Now, I know what you're going to say. It doesn't matter if he's dumb as a box of rocks, but. Uh, 
Ooh, I think I think the DC universe has a big problem I'm, on their hands. I'm a, I'm excited for a couple of things, right? Because you know what drops this week? I do not. Our good friend Nick Cersei's movie. Gosnell. Gosnell drops on the twelfth, so I've got to find a theater to see that. Super excited um, for the Queen movie, the Freddie Mercury movie. <coughs> that looks great. That looks freaking fantastic. Um, and I'm gonna go see Aquaman because I can. <laughs> okay. Well, here's. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm not gonna do. You're I not gonna refuse to do. What do you get? What do you refuse? I refuse to watch season two of the Iron Fist because I'd rather bang my head into a wall. That's a swing and a miss, right? I I, I gave up on that. When I, I could just tell by watching the Defenders, like nope, Angsty face not interested. Girl. Angsty face girl. I can't stand her. Ooh. And he, every time I look at him, all I can think about is the dude that played the greatest American hero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so I can't do that. I can't. But Bring dare, that show back, third, by the way. Third uh, third season of Daredevil's coming out. I am way fine with that. Lisa wrote a phenomenal uh, article about that mm-hmm. at theloftestparty.com. Yes, she, she was did. ahead of the curve on that. Yep. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm stoked for uh, Daredevil season three. And here's some, some bad news uh, for my fellow Tom Hardy fans and my fellow comic book fans. Looks like Venom is just a dud. Yeah, I know. I I haven't it's, seen a lot of um a lot of I, good about that. So I have amazing Bummer. intuition. I can now, tell that... from the trailers. I can tell from the trailers and I am almost never wrong. And when Tom Hardy came out and he's reporter Eddie Brock and he's like, mm-hmm. "I'd like to ask you some questions." I'm like, "Whoa, cut. What are we doing? Dude, you're a reporter and that's the voice you're going to use?" Like I'm I suppose I'm <laughs> I'm supposed to believe that you're a journalist? Like, I, I like to ask you if you... He sounded like Stallone. And it's just great. Like, the the, the, the graphics, the CGI looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Venom looks awesome. But it looks like there's no story there to really tell. And it's getting like a 23 on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? And that's... Yup. Now, that's yep. not... That's not the Marvel franchise that's attached to the Avengers and Infinity War, that's the one that's attached to Deadpool. Well, this is right? Sony and Marvel working hand in hand. Right, like this Deadpool. Is a, right. Yeah. However, you could you can listen, you could fold Deadpool into the universe if you needed to. Oh, they kept could. him separate. They should. And, and that's what they were trying to do with Venom too. They set it in San Francisco. They're trying to keep it separate, but they could fold it in if need be, but they ain't going to be folding that in. I feel bad for Tom Hardy. I really do. Tom Hardy got screwed over. And the more Here's I'm the other looking one. at this Joker thing, I he still just looks like a wet it to me. I can't get there. Well, here's I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence about Joker. I really am. Uh, great I actor, that, but I just look at him and it, it literally looks like they took Stephen King's character, threw him in a pool, and pulled him out. <laughs> I'm not a it fan just, of the makeup. Nope. I'm not a fan of the makeup. No, nope. and it's like the same reason I couldn't get into Gotham. Like you need Batman in there. I'm I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. But, like, I just don't think Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker can carry a whole film. Like, like what, his slow descent into madness? Uh, what's he up against? 
Who's the who's the protagonist? Who am I rooting for? What's the good? You're rooting for I Jim Gordon. I I and I give zero craps about Jim Gordon. <laughs> like Fox, Fox tried that with Gotham. Like, oh, look at the trials and travails of Jim Gordon. But I'm like, yeah, yeah, Big Woo. I don't care. I love it. I love <clears> the <throat> villains. I love the character development behind their backstories. And yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, my whole thing is where's Batman? Where is Batman? Where is Batman? And I'm sorry. Young Bruce Wayne. I'm young Bruce Wayne. And I'm full of angst. And I look off to the side and I squint my eyes and I say, Will you teach me how to box? I'll Will tell you, you what, though. My hands? Alfred is kind of sexy. Alfred's cool. There's a whole, there's a couple <laughs> graphic novels about, and that's the Alfred that they pulled for this one, mm-hmm. where Alfred is like a former special forces guy, yep. and he's had, had his own adventures. That's more interesting to me. That is more interesting to me than Jim Gordon uh, being all angsty. Oh, no. They're going to tell me I can't be a cop anymore. Okay, so... You're excited for Bohemian Rhapsody. Totally. Uh, the, the Queen story, as am I. That mm-hmm. one looks great. Now let's talk about the flip side of that one, Rocket Man. Have you seen the, the, the trailers for Rocket Man? No. Oh, it's the Elton John biopic. And Really? Ooh. Is he still alive? Isn't that kind of weird to do? Well, yes and no. I can, but like, there's there's definitely a story to tell there. Oh the no, guy, he's guy. definitely honestly one of the best live shows I have ever seen. <coughs> wow, when did you see Elton John? I saw Elton John for my birthday, I think three years ago. Wow, I think it was three years. No, it might have been four. Yeah, that and you're was saying my it birthday was a great present. show. Oh my god, it was phenomenal. There's like certain people you just have to see live. So I've seen Clapton. I've seen Billy Joel, I've seen Elton John, I've seen Rod Stewart, um, I've seen Aerosmith, I've seen a lot of those bands and individuals that you, I mean, Eric Clapton was phenomenal, but no, Elton John, what a stage show. And I would, I would have killed to seen him, him and Billy Joel together. That would have been amazing. Uh, I, 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 I talked about the Billy Joel thing here, yeah? Oh, I don't know, did you? I, I, I might have. I might be repeating myself. Uh, so, working on the show with Kevin James and oh and, yeah 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 yeah, mm-hmm. that was a great that was a great concert. I'm not I'm not a Billy Joel guy. I really I, I'm not. And then you go to Madison Square Garden and he's in his element and he's just got so many hit songs and mm-hmm. the, I, I thoroughly mean, enjoyed it. I thoroughly you, enjoyed you it. You stayed on the Long Island too. Once you've stayed there, you get Billy Joel. <laughs> You kind of do. It's a regional thing. You kind of do. Years ago, <laughs> years ago, uh, my buddy Ernie, <clears throat> who used to work for SNL, and now he's a location scout, and he works with a lot of. Uh, who's the big? Uh, who's the big uh, photographer for Variety magazine? Leibowitz. Mm-hmm. He works a lot. He he does a lot of location scouting for Annie Leibowitz. He needed a, a location for a. Uh, uh, an American Express commercial. Jesus, this is like 2000? And I was living in New York for like the summer, and I was doing a bunch of stand-up, and uh, and we, we all went out, and he was looking for like 
it wanted to be very stark. They needed an amusement park. So we went to the, down the Jersey Shore right. and went to all these boardwalks. And we went by the Stone Pony and you just saw things. And it was bleak and it wasn't like in its heyday anymore. And you're like, man, Springsteen makes you a t- lot of sense now. <laughs> <laughs> the broken dreams and the shadows of, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, um, I will say this for much of my young adulthood. Whenever uh, scenes from Italian restaurant came on the jukebox, it was time to leave. Oh, is that bottle, bottle of red, red? Bottle of red, wh- white. Everybody yeah. was about to get melancholy, and we were gone. <laughs> it yeah. was like a signal. I, I t- Billy Joel's got a great gig. I'm mm-hmm. so jealous. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. He's got a great gig. Yep. Once a month, he goes to Madison Square Garden, flips on the lights, plugs in his piano has his band show up, they sell some tickets, and he's got it worked out where I think he makes a million bucks. Wow. And he just, everybody has a great time. Everybody oh, yeah, has a great time. because you know all the words. And he lets the audience sing along. Yep. Occasionally he'll let the audience pick the next tune. Mm-hmm. It is a win, win, win. And I'm glad he doesn't shy away from Piano Man and all that stuff. So I'm just rock, glad hey, he doesn't play band. politics. Oh, no. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. He he gets it. He, he gets it. Here's, um, here's the but thing, Rocket though. Man, Rocket Man, they're not using Elton John's voice. I will say that it it just sounds horrible. Oh, it just really? takes me out of the movie. Yeah, if you look, if you watch the the trailer for Rocket Man, all right, I gotta go watch it. But I okay, will so say this say? about Hollywood and politics before we close: anything I want to happen, I want Alyssa Milano opposing me. Wasn't that a perfect moment? I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm so glad you brought that up. Why? That girl was on Meet the Press today. I know. Why? Like you couldn't get a politician or a lawyer? For real. And like everybody says, well, the media is the Democrats, and the Democrats are the media, and the de- and then and then the media is uh, like, uh, well, the, the learned the learned suits in in the, on the left are like, well, that's not true. Today's guest is Aly- Alyssa Milano. No, no, no. Like, Did for you real, hear like, what she said? No, I didn't watch. We're just beginning to define due process. What? Wow. <laughs> like, get wow. her off the TV. Like the other woman, the other woman was smart and she had a, a point and she was articulate. And then Alyssa starts talking. I'm like, please come back to Georgia. Please come back to Georgia and please campaign for Stacey Adams. <laughs> oh my gosh that's we're, ju- we're just beginning to define due process that's yes. one for the ages okay before we go as we say goodbye and i encourage you all to go to the loftusparty.com and and go to the shop and get your uh official loftus party gear the new t-shirts are sweet i like the tiger mug there's all kinds of stuff we got to add underwear in there we're going to add some more fun stuff as we go I got Politicon coming up. I'll give you more updates on Politicon. Uh, it's it, that thing just gets bigger and bigger. I've been there every year. The Loftus Party has represented every year. I got a lot of panels that I'm going to be doing. So uh, you're ahead of the curve already by being uh, Loftus Party fans. And here's another one. Just to think about this until we talk again uh, next week. Our first lady. Uh, just got back. Uh, I think she was in Egypt yesterday. She might have got back today. A, fen- a phenomenal. Talk about a woman who does. She gets zero credit. Wasn't it Africa? Zero credit. She was in Ghana for a while. Yeah, then, she got. They got all upset about her hat. 
Super important stuff there, guys. Super important. I tell you what, for as many people who fawned over Michelle Obama, and she's gorgeous, she's gorgeous. Listen, our first lady's doing a ton of great work and mm-hmm. is a legit supermodel. Go on the internet and and just and it's I don't want to demean what she's doing by talking about how great looking she is, but she's wearing this super cool outfit standing in front of the pyramids and you're like are you kidding that's our first lady she's a freaking supermodel she speaks five languages she's helping out underprivileged kids she's she's one for the ages and it's that's a shame that she's not getting the credit oh i'm a huge i have since she pulled the claws out when uh rosie o'donnell went after baron yeah she's a good all right you guys there's new stuff at the loftus party every day there are videos now twice a week we do a video on tuesday and then we do our second video on friday soon there's going to be stuff that you're only going to be able to see at theloftestparty.com i hate to be that guy but uh we need them clicks bitches (laughs) all right have a great week i'll see you guys next time